Laugh Lines is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. All right, welcome to Laugh Lines, a show that combines very funny people with my very serious gambling addiction. We're going to discuss and dissect pop culture through the perverted, depraved, and sinful lens of gambling. My co-host this week and every week also co-host of Megan Fun of Sports and backstage correspondent on Friday Night Smackdown, the mega-talented Megan Conley. What's happening, Megan? Oh, mega-talented. I love it, Sal. I feel like I'm in the presence of a famous person. I saw you all night at WrestleMania <laughs> right on my TV screen, front and center. It was you and your son stealing the show. Well, I don't know how that you're supposed to be the one on TV and we're supposed to be marveling at you in this wrestling. But yeah, I got a uh, really good seats. Thanks to our friend, uh, Kristen Prouty. The kids loved it. We were right there for a lot of the announce tables getting broken. Again, the Spanish announce table gets broken before the other uh, main one that Michael Cole is out. I don't I'm not going to cry racism, but it really seems like every time this is what happens. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a streak going on here, but. Uh, I should mention last week we had Bianca Belair on our show, right? She was great. She did. She was fantastic. And she retained her title and still the Raw she Women's did. Champion. I think we had something to do with it. I do too. And, you know, I, you know I'm going to be honest. She was nervous about her match at WrestleMania what? off camera, right? She, and In fact, she told us she wasn't even going to go to show up to defend her title. But we gave her a pep talk. Mm-hmm. And not only did she show up, as you said, she demolished Asuka. And, Still Raw Women's Champion. so And she avoided the blue um, goo coming out of Asuka's mouth, which is very difficult to do. I I think we prepared her. Right. I think so, too. The point is, you come on this podcast as a guest and you will thrive. I mean, yes. uh, Look at Mario. We have the stats to back it up. Yes. (laughs) Our first guest, Mario Mario Bosco. Viral every single week. I, you know, we really people aren't giving us enough credit. Went viral, and since she appeared on our podcast, she gained uh, uh, one-sixteenth of an inch in height and almost looks human now. So this is all good. All good for anyone who comes on. Your very first bet with Caesars Sportsbook, it's on Caesars. Just sign up with promo code OMAHAFULL, O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. Then place your first bet. If you win, great. You keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive your stake back as a bonus bet. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. 
your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, Megan. Let's hope our next guest can benefit from the Laugh Lines magic. He is a very talented writer and comedian who opened for John Mulaney on his tour, and you can see him performing at Largo on April 17th, also coaching his son's youth basketball team, where yeah. he'll be also hosting Passover dinner right there on the Little League Diamond. I mean, you talk about versatility. Dan Levy is here. What's happening, Thank Dan? You. Thank you so much. I, I will say, I know you're a sports guy more so than me, but coaching basketball isn't on the Little League uh, Diamond. Oh, it isn't now? Oh, <laughs> no, I, I, I've been out of the game so long. They don't play yeah, outdoors no, in the dirt? No, no, we, yeah, we, we play basketball in a, in, in a small little arena gym. But I, don't know, <laughs> I know, you know, sometimes people do play basketball on the baseball field, so I understand the confusion. Okay, yeah, it's a weird, uh, with COVID and everything, I don't know what can be indoors anymore. So, yeah, I know. Uh, that well, is, that, that is point. well, that sounds fun. And now you've been touring with John Mulaney. How many cities did you do? Um, I was with him for, I feel like 115 cities and That's he a lot. Wow. like two something. Yeah. I, I joined the tour a year into it when, when it went into arenas and that's when I came on, which was like a year ago, right, right now I, I went with him to Red Rocks and then I can a year and it was really, uh, it was fun. So many people, uh, ridiculous time. I can't even, are they even 115 cities? I've not looked at a map in a while, but what was um, the worst city? What's the worst out of all of them? The worst city for me personally was Rochester. I bombed in Rochester and Ooh. it was, I don't know what it was. Rochester, about. New York, Rochester, Michigan. There's a lot Rochester, of Rochesters. New York. I don't know. All what, of them. I do. Yeah. yeah, All of them together. But I will say the reason why I did not love Rochester is because there's an orchestra pit, you know, like at, in these theaters. And um, and normally in when we do a comedy show, they get rid of the orchestra pit. They move people in. They cover it up and they build a stage above it. What well, these people did in Rochester, I don't know what's going on there, but they left a gigantic orchestra pit just empty in front of the stage that was maybe like 10 feet long. So it was sort of like you were doing comedy and then there was just like empty, like a black hole, a true black hole in front of you. Just just bomb, just just making me bomb. And oh, uh, no. and there was two shows. So I was after the first show, I was like, that was horrible, but I'll, I'll get them next time. And then I was like, nope, I guess I'm just never going to make it in Rochester. And then oh, I was, do you have Rochester now like circle? on your calendar for revenge like this is your as a sports fan this is you know you got to get back in rochester i'm, I'm gonna i'm just gonna come back and perform to more people in rochester that's my revenge <laughs> well listen that, that feels like you didn't get a fair shake there like are you supposed to bring your own mosh pit or something that's a that's a big area to be filled or to be empty uh, it was it was so big i feel like yeah if i brought like my own band then maybe i would have been okay so next time right. anyone from rochester in this specific theater bring your own orchestra or you're gonna we could get creative with this you could put like a ball pit in there and maybe um oh, have yeah. some people in, in the ball pit we could uh maybe foam consider it just oh. throwing out ideas here maybe yeah. the early show is a ball pit bring your kids the foam party is for the adults later I yes. like it. I like yes. it. Or shallow Take the pool. edge off a little bit. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Pool. Look at this. 
So you got, all- where were you guys a year ago? <laughs> uh, we were right here. We weren't doing anything <laughs> different. No. Uh, so your other thing, well, you have a lot of other things I want to get to, but your uh, our producer, Babyface Joel Solomon, says that you collect vintage sneakers. I do. I, I collect I collect vintage sneakers, and I know him from back because uh, I collect vintage T-shirts also. Currently nice. wearing a Dennis Rodman shirt. Um, yeah, I, I spend most of my pandemic watching Instagram live and, uh, and just bidding, bidding, overspending way too much on vintage t-shirts. I got, I get very obsessed with things. So, mm-hmm. um, and I've been collecting sneakers since I'm like 18. So I have so many sneakers. I've gone throughout the phases of, you know, selling them all, buying them back. Then I have like, I love all the Bo Jackson shoes and I have those and I got annoyed and then because other people are getting into them, then I sell them, then I get so upset. Then I start obsessing over trying to get them again. Then I pay more on eBay. It's a, it's a cycle of just terribleness that I'm in, but I'm in the same with sneakers and t-shirts. I love it. Well, maybe we could help you out because uh, Megan right here is running the Boston Marathon. Uh, when is that, Megan? Well, that's a couple weeks now, right? It's um, less than two weeks. It was two weeks from yesterday. So okay. um, less than two weeks here. We're in the home stretch. Okay, the home stretch. Now, so I think, no offense, Megan, you're a very fast runner, but you're probably not going to win, right? So, uh, no, don't, probably not. Don't don't you want to? The next best thing is to look good and to look good in fashionable sneakers. Maybe then, what which in your collection would you lend to Megan for this marathon run? I would definitely wear um, the Air Max three sixties because. Air Maxes, I feel like my my w- w- one of the best sneakers. Period. Mm. You know, and I think mm. they had the Air Max 360s have a uh, a really fat air bubble, and they're really comfortable. I find them to be the most comfortable shoes. Um, people also, I don't run, but my friends who run, people love Hoka's. You know, oh yeah, people love that those. Being sort of like a dad shoe into like a real serious running shoe. Um, but personally, the most comfortable shoes for me is Air Max 360. I, I, Everybody's I into the on clouds now, the Hoka's. And then I just got a pair of Air Max 270s. Oh, no, 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 no. That's all. That's like the worst. No. Yes. Air Max 270s are also great too, but you know, it always <laughs> depends. It just, I, you know, I, I get into all of it. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I get into yeah. any of them. The old Those for me are for fashion, not for running. My running are Brooks, you know, a little bit right. more. But why would you want the 270s if you could have the 360s? I like that Dan looked over his shoulder, like he really like an Al Bundy move. Like what do I have in this shoe store here that I could. <laughs> oh true. yes. Yes. We do. I, have I, I do. I do like um, the one eighties also like those are a, a great running shoe, but those are from the early nineties. So they're not built, you know, they're, they, they, I mean, people, what's funny is all these shoes, like Michael Jordan played in these shoes and mm-hmm. all these play in these shoes in the nineties. And now they've changed them so much. They're more comfortable, but they did fine then. You know? Oh yeah. yeah, they did. Okay. But yeah. I'm actually going to Portland, Oregon on Thursday and I'm getting a tour of the Nike campus going to the employee store, which yes. is huge because there's a massive huge. discount situation. What huge. is the one thing that I should buy? Oh Ooh, my God. Good question. I mean, that, that is the, one of the greatest experiences you could have going to that store because if people don't know, it's essentially like a Nike town, 50% off. So if you love wow. Nike, and you like sneakers, it is, it is really like, it's crazy. <laughs> if you need stuff, let me know. You know, I could, you know, give you a little discount. Maybe we'll work in a commission situation and, and we'll, okay. we'll talk. 
That sounds I, thought, I, I figured you needed stuff. I, all right. So you've turned this around on it. All right. Just, still, just I'm looking a, for a business opportunity. Okay. Here, I'm going right? to send you a list of things I need. I would say for you, you, you should buy a lot of running gear because that stuff is actually pretty, really expensive and they have great mm-hmm. stuff. It's the sneakers are good, but it's not like you can't, they're, you know, there's, there's great sneakers there, but it's a Nike town. So it's not like there's like very specific, like hard to get shoes, but the clothing is great. This is boring. Okay. But anyways, I hope you guys are enjoying it. No, this is good. This is good. We, uh, I mean, yeah, I think everybody's, yeah, just send her everything you have and okay. then Megan, you send it back and we'll, we'll okay. figure it out. Yes. I like yeah, to go on podcasts and only talk about Nike. That's kind of <laughs> you my guys thing. meet up in Rochester, make the shoe exchange and uh, we'll go from there. <laughs> Uh, yes. All right, listen, it's time to get serious. Here's the game. We're going to take three made-up propositions. We're going to assign them odds like a real Vegas sportsbook would. And then we're going to use that as a launching point to discuss various topics. Uh, all that is nonsensical. And I understand it doesn't <laughs> add up to anything. Then we're going to play a little game called Cami Over Under. Uh, and that's it. And then we'll let you go. I love it. This is great. Thank talk you for all day. All right. So uh, are you a baseball fan, Dan? I am am not a baseball fan, but I grew up, you know, having to watch a lot of baseball. My dad is a diehard Yankees fan. I grew up with lots yeah. of Mattingly t-shirts and gear. I'm from nice. Connecticut. My dad's from uh, New York. So we were big Yankees fans, but I find baseball a little long and boring. I All right. Well, this, this perfect <laughs> dovetails into what I want to talk about this pitch clock that they introduced. Now it's shaving off between like 25 and 35 minutes per game. It's great yeah, because now great. the pitchers have to get rid of the ball within 20 or 25 or 30 seconds. And it's like, it's this miracle. And really they've wasted half of our lives, baseball fans. So uh, many. They could throw with velocity in short time. Like It's ridiculous that they were able to do this. Here's what I don't understand. I feel like how the baseball world, the baseball business did not realize is that baseball movies, as someone who's not like a big baseball fan, I love baseball movies. Major mm-hmm. League, Rookie of the Year, you know what I mean? Field of Dreams. These are great baseball movies. Yeah. They're only like an hour and a half, you know? So I feel like that's what we need to right. do. Like, let's make a baseball game as good as a baseball movie, even throwing a little kid with a great arm. I don't know. I'm just brainstorming here. I think that's good. I think that all makes sense. Now, baseball to baseball movies, that's a natural progression. But let's ask it this way. Which aspect of life would most benefit from a pitch clock? Would it be a chat with the in-laws, minus 350? Oh, that'd be tough to beat. Avatar movies, never ending, five to one odds. Grocery self-checkout, good one, 25 to one odds. Or this podcast, 150 to one. Oh, that's me. That's mean, uh, Mikey Meatballs. Well, don't put that That's not there. very nice. Or we could go with the field, Dan. Anything that wasn't listed at even odds, uh, what's your answer? Which aspect of life would most benefit from a pitch clock? Getting your children out of the house in the morning for school. Nice. That I is, like that. Yes. It is sort of like trying to escape a third world country during a war in the morning at my house. So I feel like we need a hard clock. I even actually thought that there should be like a game show where the kids don't even know that they are on a game show. And when they get mm-hmm. to the house, you then say, Oh, guess what? You guys beat the neighbors. And now you went a trip to Disneyland. Uh, this is the kind of things that I think about on the way to school, just so I can get my kids out faster. So Ooh. I would choose that. I now, like I that. Think but- that could turn it around. Like I think, I know like Sal's kids are very athletic, very, I mean, there's balls thrown around the house, people playing hockey all the time. I think this would make them get out faster every single day, trying to beat the previous day's time. This is good. 
Yeah. yeah. The the only thing I ask is what's the penalty? So like a, a pitcher can't throw it within the 30 seconds. There's a ball. So what if your kids don't get out of the house within? Oh, then, I don't then, know what you would put. Then I think it's simple. Then we give them up for adoption. Yeah, I see. That's okay. Obvious answer. <laughs> okay. That's good. I, I was going to uh, go sleep outside, but adoption, I mean, seems more reasonable. Yeah, I think so. Or uh, My wife was adopted. So, you know, I, it runs in the family. I got gotcha. you. All right. Or send them to the Nike store with Megan. That could be good. That's good punishment. Yeah. Uh, let me jump in here, Megan, because I have a kid related one too. Now, once you get them out of the house, what is the, mo- uh, the most annoying part? I would say is waiting in that line to drop them off at school. Right. right. I mean, I don't know what the holdup is every time, you know, it's like the parking lot at the Hollywood bowl every time you drop them <laughs> off. So I think if we had a pitch clock, people would, Act, get their kid in quicker. I get it. You have a Tesla. You want everybody to see it. Uh, you want to get them in. But honestly, get in, get out. My kids need to get home and jump on his iPad until 8 o'clock if I'm picking them up. So you should be able to get it turned around in about a minute. And if you don't, the kid has to stay at school. That's what I say. You I like that. And the next day at 3 or 4 o'clock. Yeah, this is the my, my my wife and I are big issue with living in Los Angeles, raising kids in Los Angeles is that there's no school buses and that right. eliminates ah. all of this. Like I used to have to rush out without my shoes on with like a pop tart in my hand to run mm-hmm. onto the bus so I could get beat up. You know, I you had 7000 to- pairs of shoes and you ran out without any. I, well, this is when I was in elementary school. I, oh, I, I see. collected okay. school's uh, shoes till I was in college. But I will I say that's why he collects them. He has PTSD from right. when he had to leave the house without them. All exactly. adding up. Okay. But I would say the other frustrating thing that about the most frustrating thing about the drop off in particular in Los Angeles is that my kids don't wear backpacks into school. My kids take roller suitcases into school. Do they do that right. in elementary school? Yeah. So it's so stressful because every time I go to drop them off, I'm staring at like a thousand seven year olds who look like they are late for the airport and they're just, (laughs) it's so stressful. I hate the worst. It's It's the the worst. worst. And the parents are the worst and they really should, they should have to go back to school to learn how to get their kids in and out of a car seat in three minutes. So, so we don't suffer. All right, Megan, what's your answer? Um, the in-laws is tough to beat, as you mentioned. Um, I considered something that neither of you can relate to, but if you're a woman, getting your hair highlighted takes far too long. Consider that as well. I travel every week, so deboarding a plane was definitely up there. But as a sports fan, there is nothing more annoying than in an NFL game um, when they stop to review a play and it goes over and over and over. Like, we need a pitch mm. clock for that make it quicker, just make the call and let us all move on with the games and with our lives. Yeah, I I will say I, during the pandemic, I bleached my hair um, yellow because like everyone, I was going crazy and it was such a long process. I know it takes so long things. So I was just screaming and for like two hours, had no idea how long it would take. And then I ended up looking like Anderson Cooper. So my whole thing was a disaster. So I agree. I think that's a good one. I like that. It was during the pandemic where we had nothing to do and there was no end in sight, but you were still upset with how long the process took. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be in our homes for seven months. It's OK. This could take a while. All right. Uh, Joel. And Goldfinger. Okay, sorry. (laughs) No, that's okay. Uh, Babyface Joel Salmon, we put this up for a Twitter vote. What did everyone say? 
All right. In fourth place, Sal, you're off the hook. This podcast, 13%. Oh, okay, good. In third place, Avatar movies, 16%. Mm. In uh, the runner-up, Chat with In-Laws, 33%. Wow. And in a pretty big upset, running away with it, the aspect of life which would benefit from a pitch clock, the most grocery self-checkout, 38%. Oh. Yeah, well, that's bad too. That's bad. That seems like something that would be exciting. That would make shopping exciting, right? If there is a clock right oh, above yeah. these things and like Let's they bring um, back supermarket sweep. Right. right. I think they did bring it back. <laughs> I think Let's they, add a new they, element. To they didn't it. bring it back again for a third time. Yeah. Keep yeah. bringing it back. Just put the clock in there uh, on the self-checkout. I love it. All right. That is Let's true. Go Every time I go to check out Trader Joe's, the person in front of me has never been to a grocery store before. That is yeah. definitely what's going on. <laughs> well, all right. So now this is Easter week, uh, Passover week as well, but they're doing the Easter egg hunt at the White House. And I think right. they have, it's like 48,000 hard boiled eggs or aren't we like an egg shortage or something? But I think eggs are expensive so. now. Oh they my are, God. Right? It's like six I, bucks. No, I was I went to Jones on third this morning, guys. I had an omelet. It was seventy nine dollars. Is that right? Wow, that seems a lot. That seems like even with or without a uh, shortage, that's a lot. Well, Megan, luckily there is a uh, an outlet egg store in uh, Portland, so you could check it out. I think and you know arrange with Dan. Maybe we could get some sent back here. But yeah. uh, so with, with this Easter egg hunt thing, it got us thinking: which current professional athlete would you most want? as a partner during an Easter egg hunt, which professional athlete would you most want as a partner during an Easter egg hunt? Is it Tyree kill two to one odds? Giannis Antetokounmpo four to one odds, Caitlin Clark, eight to one odds, Draymond green, 50 to one odds, or you could take the field Dan at plus plus one fifty. What's your answer? Draymond definitely. I'd use him to find the Afikoma during Passover too, because he'll knock people out trying to find stuff, you know? So I, I like how aggressive he is, even with Easter egg hunts. Okay. I love it. Megan? I considered Tyreek Hill because of his speed, but the most fun athlete to go on an Easter egg hunt with would be Giannis. I know he celebrates Greek Easter, which is the week after regular Easter, but um, Giannis is without question my answer. Yeah. Giannis is a tough one to beat. He's got that giant wingspan, right? Mm -hmm. And he, you know, come in handy and reaching for the eggs that are stuck in a tree or whatever, you know, and get the and high ones. And he's so fun. He always, he can always make everybody laugh. I just think the excursion of searching mm -hmm. for eggs with Giannis, hard to beat. Right. Plus, you know, he has a couple of brothers, right? So he knows how to be competitive. He's probably gone through a bunch of these and um, he has to, he's got to be in it to win it. Um, I was thinking... You know, Tyreek Hill's good, a lot of speed, but it's not all based on speed. You have to have good backyard awareness. So there's, I, I ruled him out. Bad Bunny is not on this list. I considered him for field, right? YouTube <laughs> sensation. He's been in some wrestling matches, uh, Megan, right? So I don't know if he he qualifies. I mean, last night he was he was beating up Dominic Mysterio. There's a right. lot going on between the two of them. Yeah, Bad yeah. Bunny. I, I might change mine to Bad Bunny. Also, it's Bunny. You yeah, know, and the Bunny. Like, it's the Bunny. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I said it, guys. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. no, so uh, no, all right, we'll switch then. You could take Bad Bunny. Oh, but Sal, his, his, Sal, his last name yeah. is Bunny, and when Jesus came back, we celebrated with rabbits. That's why we think it's a good idea. 
Oh, interesting. <laughs> Wait, Jesus and Supermarket Sweep both came back? I, <laughs> yeah, I wish and, I need better producers. I need to And honestly, in both yeah. times, Leslie Jones was playing Jesus <laughs> and also the host. <laughs> it's a good choice. All right, I'm going to take yours, Dan. I'm going with Draymond, you know. Uh, because I don't even think he'd participate. I think he would just wait for it all to be over. And whichever seven-year-old had the most eggs in their basket, he would elbow them in the jaw and then, uh, you know, maybe kick a kid right in the jelly beans and that's it. And the, <laughs> the, our, that basket becomes ours. And then I don't know if there's an official to argue with, maybe the grandmother who sets it up. But Draymond, that's uh, that's my pick. Joel, people go with Draymond? He did not go with Draymond, surprisingly. Wow. Shocker. Uh, in fourth place with 11% was Draymond Green. In wow. third Loser. place, 22% Caitlin Clark. Uh, mm-hmm. Your runner-up, Giannis Atenecupo, 32%. Good, good effort there, yeah. Uh, and in first place, <laughs> 35%, Tyree Kill would be the really? best. Really? I think people are, are overlooking, partner. like, they're they're putting too much stock in his speed, in right? Speed, Cassell, right. you mentioned it. It's not all about speed. It can't be right. There's a there's a little and by the way, I I think my reasoning there let let somebody win and then just steal it through through a massive elbow. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last one here. Which oh, we got the Masters coming up, and the winner of the previous Masters gets to pick the meal. Um, you follow golf then in this this Masters lunacy? I do not, but but I have I have followed Tiger Woods's scandals. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> One of the scandals was when it was his turn to set the meal, it was always Hooters and Hooters waitresses delivering. No, that's not true. No, but uh, Megan, you talked about this with Megan, uh, Megan Galley about the meal. I think Scotty Scheffler is going with firecracker shrimp um, sliders, like burger, mini burgers, and then like a Texas, what was it? Like a ribeye. And then like he had a, a ribeye and um he had a fish option as well. So you either pick the ribeye oh. or you surf and turf. He had sides of mac and cheese. Um, mm-hmm. and then he had, as you mentioned, the uh the chocolate warm chocolate cookies for dessert. Yeah. Would you replace any of that? You talked um, about this. I don't love I'm not a huge red meat person. I know that's really controversial. So I would I would switch that out. And I I don't I would rather do pigs in a blanket over the sliders. <laughs> and I also think um, I put mini lobster rolls in mine as one of the hors yeah, d'oeuvres. I think that would be good. a nice touch. That's pretty good. I like that's red nice. meat. Though. I'm a big red. I like red meat. I, I ate too. bone marrow last night. Not good. I don't recommend that. That was my. Ooh. First. Yeah, it wasn't. It was a little. The texture was a little bit off. I got to be honest, guys. It wasn't <laughs> what I was expecting it to be. But I can't talk about it because I'm going to get nauseous. But anyways, just that made me. I think. see. All right, we don't want you to vomit on the the podcast. Yeah, I would give out uh, TV dinners. Also, I, I, actually, I would find out whatever gave uh, Tiger Woods diarrhea. That would be the meal. I, you got to play a little defense here. But you do. Uh, I think yeah. it was bone. I think it was bone marrow, based on experience. <laughs> All right. Well, it got us thinking which sports centric dinner would be the most fun to crash. Would it be the Masters dinner at two to one odds? Thanksgiving with Jerry Jones and the Jones family, five to one odds. Taco Tuesday with LeBron, eight to one odds. Hot dog night with Joey Chestnut, seventy five to one odds. That could get ugly. Or the field at even. Dan, take it away. Taco Tuesday. That's what I would go for. <laughs> Just really? Because, yeah. I don't know. I love LeBron. I want to talk to him. I want to see, you know, what his plans are for the Lakers. 
if he's going to play until he's 65 years old. I got a lot of questions for LeBron, so that's where I would go. I don't think he would be able to answer because he's constantly devouring tacos. Like, I don't <laughs> think there's even five seconds that he could respond to any of your questions. But that would there be would be a lot of wine, though. He's a big, big into the wine, big into the He sheesh. is, really? Oh, yeah. He recently got, got into natural wine. It's been a whole thing on his Instagram. He's really pushing huh. the sheesh. As what, he calls wine, it. what wine goes best with tacos, I wonder? It can't be any. A little there? sangria, maybe? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. All yeah. right, Megan, what's your answer? Um, I consider Taco Tuesday with LeBron. I mm-hmm. have really no interest in going to Thanksgiving with the Jones family. Uh, it sounds like an absolute disaster. Uh, hot dog eating with Joey Chestnut. Yeah. Nothing that I would like to be a part of. But I would love to go to an offensive lineman meal. You guys know mm. about these, right? I mean, uh, yeah. the offensive linemen all go out. Um, I am far from an offensive lineman or woman, <laughs> but I would like to be there for the meal. So that is what I'm taking with the field. That's a good one. Although I don't know, there's probably a lot of red meat involved. I'm guessing. You think? Those, so. yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm not I sure. Think yeah. I, I love I think... fried pickles. I think there would be a lot of apps. I'm a big <laughs> app girl. So uh, I, I okay. could snack on all of those. I think it would be like off of the Liver King's menu. That's what I think what's going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, right. That meal. Just a, uh, yeah, a, a seafood tower of steroids, I think. Yes, uh, exactly. Liver King's menu. By the way, I figured out, Dan, why you want to, you would want to sneak into LeBron's closet and steal all his sneakers, right? Oh, yeah, that's, I didn't want to say it out loud. Yeah, it's I want to okay. talk about clothes. Yeah, we figured it out. His sneakers, all that stuff. Um, yeah, so there are a lot of good options. I'll tell you who I wouldn't pick. Any meal with Tom Brady, like watching football on a Sunday with the kale souffle and sautéed avocado. No, I'm out. <laughs> TB12, not for me. Barkley would be great because he doesn't care. He'll get like a Krispy Kreme donut. He'll have an entire box. I could bet on who would win in an eating contest. That's fun. But I'm going to go with The Rock on a cheat day. You ever see these, Megan? Ooh, Talk about I Instagram love posts. Those, those cheat day posts. Yeah. He, yeah the he'll rock, have like, yeah. The French toast. The Rock, Rock, The Rock has influenced me more for buying stuff online. Like I've bought bottles of his tequila. I've tried to make the French. It's pretty good. It's really good. It's really good. I I am like a big fan of the rock to the point where people are like, Hey, I saw every time I go on the rocks, Instagram, you are the first person to like his post. And I'm like, I just, I'm into the guy. Like I, I have notification set up for the rock. Anytime he does anything, you get a push notification. Oh yeah. Now he's making live action Moana. I couldn't like that. Hard enough. I love him. By the way, I don't know if you tried the rocks tequila go with with bone marrow. Well, thank oh, me later. It's terrific. It really is great. But no, he goes all out like steak, sushi, lobster, prime rib, all those things we talk about that should be on the master's menu. The rock has his, first of all, he'll show a plate on this cheat day of like a thousand pieces of sushi. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I think he even ate like a Nautilus machine once. I'm not sure. He doesn't care. So only the cheat days, not the other days where he's waking himself up at 4 a.m. to eat cod. I don't have to deal with that. But I'm with you <laughs> on the cheat days, Rock uh, Dwayne Johnson. So, uh, Joel, what did everyone else say? All right, here we go. In fourth place, hot dog night with Joey Chestnut, only 10%. Not a... Mm. Not not too many fans there. In third place, Taco Tuesday with LeBron James, 16%. Mm. Your runner-up, Thanksgiving with Jerry Jones, 18%. And in an absolute runaway, the Masters <laughs> dinner, 
56%. Also mm. had some write-in votes for uh, uh, Shakey's Fantasy League end-of-year party <laughs> with, with you. Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe we could accommodate that. That'll be good. All right. Listen. All right. That was all fun games. But um, up next is uh, more fun games, I guess. We're going to play Cami yeah. over under. Let's take an ad break. We'll be right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, it's time for the game that's sweeping the nation. Guessing the price of celebrities' greedy participation, it's Cami Over Under. Let's hear the music. Grab some money from a jar. Get a message from a star. The price is what we really wonder. It's Cami Let me tell you something, Dan Levy. Yes. You play that song uh, right before your entrance in Rochester, New York, or Rochester, Minnesota, or Rochester, Michigan, whatever. Game changer, right there. Yeah, Try I, it. I, that 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 song makes you bombproof. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, are you on Cameo? I am not on Cameo. Should I get on Cameo? No. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> of course. No, well, 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 why don't we, I I just, uh, it seems like too much trouble. Yeah, it's one of those things where I know I'll like forget my password and I won't be able to log in and then people will be mad at me. (laughs) I I can see the writing on the wall for me and Cameo not working out. Okay. All right. Megan, no, I think you do well. very bitter because Sal lost last week to me. Well, he lost, we both lost to Bianca Belair, but he oh, was man. eliminated after the first two questions. And um, he's pretty salty about it. I think I've been over like one for six in the last two weeks. Or so I'm not happy with it. So this is what goes on. Dan. Joel is going to give us the name of someone who offers their services on Cameo. And our production crew has said an over under as to how much they charge. And then we guess if the actual fee is over or under that amount. We're going to do this three times and no one really wins everything. But yeah, you're right. It stays with us for the, the entire rest of the week. So okay. I need to win. I'm on such a cold streak here. All right, Joel, uh, give us a name and then uh, we'll guess. All right. It's Easter. A lot of Easter bunnies out there. It's, it's their time of year. But there's only one Dusty, the Easter bunny, that you can find on Cameo. And I, I feel the best way is you have to take a look at, at Dusty, the Easter bunny. All right. Let's see Dusty, the Easter bunny. <laughs> How's it going? I'm Dusty the Dust Buddy. Are you looking for a unique birthday, anniversary, or holiday present? 
I'm here to make custom video messages for any occasion. I can also sing for you too. The more info you can provide me, the better your video will be. I'm typically available for 24-hour bookings too if you're short on time. Hope to hear from you soon. And make sure all your requests are kept PG. See ya. <gasps> <laughs> I like that Dusty is available for a 24-hour turnaround. Yeah, no, <laughs> Dusty. We figured, we figured. <laughs> we don't have a lot to do. All right. Well, um, so this would be the week to benefit, right, for Dusty. What did he call himself? Dusty the Duster? Or what? The Dust Dusty Bunny? Dusty the Dust Bunny. The Dust Bunny. All yes. right. Might be going a little too far with that. But um, obviously for kids, right, I don't see a lot of adults um, ordering this for themselves or their friends unless there's something – uh, terrible that they want to say to a friend, but Dusty has urged us to keep it PG. Joel, what is Dusty? What's the over under here? The line has been set at $20 over under $20 for Dusty the oh, bunny. Wow. Boy, that's, um, wow. Well, I was going to say that's as low as it goes, but I've seen some comedians. I would think it like would be $5. much. Yeah. I, I thought it would be like much more much more expensive, especially right now. It's like, this is the only time Dusty the Bunny could cash in. So yeah. I would think he would want to raise his price high. So people are like, I'm going to pay, I'm going to overpay for Dusty right now because I got to make my kids happy on, on right. Easter. Right. Yeah. If Dusty's charging $20 this week, the the rate for the rest of the year is probably like 65 cents, 70 cents. Right. I'm not. So you're going over. Okay. Megan. I also think it is over, but not that much over. I think it's around $30. Okay. I'm going to go over. 20 is very low. And now Joel is yeah. going to tell us under, but I, I can't separate from the pack here. I'm gonna, over. Yeah, yeah, I'm going over, but I'm going to say specifically, I think it's like one. I, I think it's like 150 Oh, really? What? I know. That's crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll give you odds on that. Whatever you <laughs> want. I'll, I'll, I'll give you 14 pairs of shoes to your one that it's not one for me. Go ahead, Joel. Well, he's not that over, but he is over. You guys are all on the board. He is $25. Okay. All right. I guess that's fair. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. I do like that Dusty has two different colored eyes, and I love that uh, the mouth does not correlate with um, the rate in which he's speaking whatsoever. I didn't even notice that. I noticed he did need some dental work, so maybe charge a little more uh, than 25 mm -hmm. Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, boy, I'm happy to get one, Megan. I didn't get one at all last week. So, I know. Uh, Okay, I got some confidence. Joel, who's the second? All right, Dan, we know you uh, used to write on the Goldbergs and might oh. be for, familiar with the actress, but uh, but this is the original, the actual Beverly Goldberg that uh, the mom was based on. Okay. She, she is on Cameo. Uh, would you like to know the over-under? It is at $75. We've set the line. Oh. Definitely over. No, knowing what I know about her, I would say 100%. Very. You, don't, you don't even want Hold to see on, the video. Okay. I don't need to see the video, but if you guys want to, I'm guessing. I need to see the video, but I also think I this is unfair. I feel like Dan may have gotten this for a cast member uh, in the past as a joke, or or maybe does she hang around the set? or the, How do you know her? What do you know well, about just, just because Adam Goldberg, the creator, you know, I worked on the show yeah. for five years and all the stories about her and you know, she, okay. she, she does. I, I'm just guessing that she, she, she loves that people know who she is and I'm mm -hmm. sure she wants to get paid for it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let, uh, Eddie Spaghetti, roll the, roll the footage here. Hi there, Beverly Goldberg here, the original smother of Eric Barry and Adam Goldberg. I didn't just inspire the character, I'm the real deal. 
I'm not Wendy McClendon Covey. So just saying, if you want to speak with me, um, I would love to talk with you or to do a video for you. Um, Adam wanted me to say that I'm the original smother, uh, Yentic, complainer. What's with the complaining, Adam? I don't complain, even though you don't call (laughs) enough. And then I am the ultimate matchmaker if you want to be matched up or you want some advice. So looking forward to talking to you. Bye. Wow. All right. She's a delight. I I think she could do a good job as the Easter bunny, too. There was some characteristic. I'm not sure. But hmm. all right, Megan, we have one over in the book. Well, what is the line again? Seventy five. Seventy five. She wasn't that entertaining to me. I'm going to go under. Hmm. Okay. Do you think there are other Goldberg mothers like um, you think they're impersonators? I wonder. (laughs) Uh, I (laughs) get it. No, I don't think, I think it's really her. I think she's the only one out there trying to make money off of being Beverly Hills. I got gotcha. you. All right. I think she is trying to make money. Uh, I'm with Megan. I think it's a little bit less. I think in the 50 to 60 range. But again, I don't have this. Uh, we, we're probably stupid, Megan, because I feel like he, I mean, Dan's got this he's advantage. got the inside information. All right. But we're both going under. Dan's on. Yeah. Well, Dan, he came with a lot of chutzpah with that answer. And sure enough. <laughs> He is correct. Over Beverly Goldberg, $99. I don't even think Bill Goldberg's mother charges that much. Right. I told you. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Well, this is ridiculous now. I'm going to lose again. We're going to lose again. We We should have just listened to him. He had the inside inside information. Okay. Yeah. Good job by you, Dan. Let's go for the third. This is our last chance. All right. Masters. The Masters is right around the corner. And, uh, we don't really care about that. But as far as famous golfers, Shooter McGavin, after mm. Christopher McDonald, who uh, famously played Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore, uh, it's Masters. It's it's that time of year for golf. Over under $225. All right. That's well, number. that's a lot. He ran into some legal difficulties, right? So he's probably um, racked up some bills. Last I, I, I would say that's that's over because I feel like, you know, people people will pay for athletes. This is like a, a high. I wouldn't, but I feel like this is a higher level thing. So I'm going to go over again. This and could be a, now, a, yeah. Yeah, a, a master's gonna, thing. Yeah, I was going to say the timing with masters golf had a mm-hmm. really big comeback with the pandemic. More people are into golf now than we've seen in a long time. This yeah. full swing documentary is giving golf a huge push. I'm also going to take the over. All right, Megan. Now, I, I, I'm i not even going to explain this to you, but you can't win now, you understand, right? I can't win because, well, obviously, but I can still beat you. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Well, you will beat me because I'm going to go under because I want to try to win. Are you sure you don't want to go under? What's better, like having a chance to win the whole thing or oh, beating right. you? Interesting. All right. Well, second place gets you uh, an invitation to the White House, apparently. So um, <laughs> I, I see what you're going after here. All right. I'm going to go under because I want to try to win here. Uh, otherwise, I'm dead last again. Joel, um, first of all, don't tell us how much it is, because if it's under, don't tell us how much it is, because uh, we're going to have to have a tiebreaker. Now, that won't be a problem. Because <laughs> Shooter McGavin. Christopher McDonald is over his 250 in a clean sweep. 
Dan Levy, congratulations. What the hell? What you, the hell? Thank you. Now, you now host the show. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I love this is it. Ridiculous. This is this great. Is ridiculous. I want all the trophies on your desk, Sal. <laughs> Dan, you're getting them. You're getting all my sneakers, all my kids' sneakers. This is ridiculous. You should have just went with me, Sal, and then we could have tied. Then you wouldn't have finished last. Now you are um, the weakest link. Goodbye. I know. I am the worst. I'm the worst. Well, Dan, uh, congratulations. What Thank do you, you have to so plug? Much. You got the big date at uh, Largo, right? Go Largo. And uh, I'll actually be in Vegas opening for John on the – the nineteenth to twenty first at the win. If you guys want to come through, I know you're in Vegas a lot. We will be. Oh, there. that's fun. Okay, yeah. and, love uh, the win. Yeah, we do. And also, you uh, people could see you ushering your kids out of the house in a very exactly. uh, expedient fashion. That's going to be good. Megan, what's uh, where can people see you? All over the place, right? All over. Oh my gosh! Friday night SmackDown. Um, WWE's The Bump tomorrow on Peacock. Make sure you tune into that. Um, and all my social media handles at Megan Morant, but my real name is Megan Connolly. Yeah, she's got a lot of names. It's she's got more confusing. names than Dan has sneakers, I think, is how it works. Uh, yeah, I'm right. at Levy Show on Instagram. You can follow me there. And I'm on TikTok, but um, my TikTok, I don't post that much, but, you know, go for it. Dan Levy. All right. Okay. Dan Levy, come. Beautiful. That does it for Laugh Lines, for Megan Conley, for Dan Levy. I'm Sal saying, remember, it's never funny until someone loses money. Bye. <laughs>